Welcome back to another edition of the Savvy Citizen Podcast. I'm Adam Gobb. Today on the show, talking with two folks from the Shiel Museum that are going to be here talking about Fossil Fair. It's a annual tradition here in Gaston County. It's been going on for more than 25 years. Talking to them about why you should be coming out and exploring these great events that you're definitely going to dig. you have a young reader? Do they love animals? Then join us at the Gaston County Animal Shelter for our monthly Tales for Tales program. This happens usually one Saturday a month from 10 to 11 a.m. Children can bring books from home or borrow one at the shelter and practice reading to a shelter dog or cat. The program builds your child's confidence and enriches the life of a shelter pet. No reservations are needed. For more information, check out the Gaston County Animal Shelter page at the GastonGov.com website. Welcome into another edition of the Savvy Citizen Podcast. I'm Adam Gobb. I've got uh, two guests with me from the Shield Museum today. I'm going to have them introduce themselves and tell you a little bit about who they are. And then we're going to talk a little bit about an upcoming event that you're really going to dig. Yes. So I'm Nathan Chapman from the Shield Museum. I'm the farm program specialist. So that entails a lot of different jobs. So decorating the farm, preparing the farm for the summer months, planning, but also my major focus is education. So education with adults, school groups, everybody. So that's my main focus at the museum. Gotcha. I'm Tiffany Stewart. I'm the marketing coordinator at the Shield Museum. And one thing I have to say about Nathan, too, is he tends to be our guy we go to for fossils and rocks and things like that, too. So he hates when I say he's an expert at things, but... <laughs> ah. <laughs> no, definitely not an expert. Um, Just know enough to be dangerous? Yeah. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> But Tiffany mentions fossils because we are talking about the fossil mm -hmm. fair that's coming up later in February. And um, let's just start with like the basics, when and where, and, and um, is it open to anybody? Yes. Uh, Show Me Museum's 24th annual fossil fair will be February 24th, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. So extended hours from last year. So two extra hours to get even more people in to see. And it is open to everyone. So okay. anybody and everybody who's interested in fossils or has a fossil they'd like to have identified or wants to find or collect a special piece of fossil for them to take home, everybody's welcome. Awesome. And is it is there a cost where it's, it's cheaper for members as opposed to non-members? Yes, definitely. So we're really pushing and encouraging people to um, buy tickets ahead of time. Sure. So for like advanced tickets, pre-purchase tickets, it's $15 for adults, $14 for youth, $11 for museum members, and at the door the day of the event, it'll be $18 per person. Okay. So you definitely save a little bit by buying them in advance. Definitely. And I mean, do you guys, at some point you've got to hit some sort of a capacity number, but you probably haven't gotten to that point in, in past years? Not yet. I believe our highest turnout was 1,600 people pre-COVID. Wow. Uh, last year, I believe we made it up to 1,400, but so we're looking getting, to push that number even higher every yeah, year. Yeah, you're getting a good turnout then. Yes, yes. So obviously this is something that, that people now have done for a number of years and look forward mm -hmm. to every year. What what are some of the things that the Fossil Fair features? So the Fossil Fair features multiple great opportunities for families with young children and fossil enthusiasts to come out and actually uh, meet and talk with paleontologists and hobbyists in the field. So we have, I believe, 18 to 20 vendors this year, some specializing in gemstones and others spe specializing in fossils. Some are experts at accredited universities like Appalachian State, NC State, 
and others are members of the North Carolina Fossil Club that have been collectors for anywhere from just a few years all the way to several decades that mm. have collected all over the state of North Carolina. So that's more of the like professional research side. Sure. Um, on the other side, the museum itself, our education staff and members will actually be providing education and interactive. So we have fossil digs from, um, I believe it's fluorescent Colorado. We have actual fossil specimens that st students, adults, kids will be able to bust open and see if they can find oh, leaves, wow. insects, maybe even small insects, mammals. So all kinds of really exciting things, including gemstone mining. That's probably one of my favorites. So this, I mean, with all the different stuff that you've got going on, I've got to imagine it takes quite a while to prepare for the fossil fair. Yes, it is all hands on deck. Um, we generally start prepping around, I'd like to say, September, October. Wow. Generally, like, collecting supplies, like ordering our flu fluorescent fossil material from Colorado. It takes several months to get here, so we get that ordered before Christmas. And um, after Christmas in the early year, um, it's pretty much all hands on deck, prepping activities, coming up with cool, new, exciting activities for children and adults to engage in, and reaching out to our vendors to get as many people with some fossil or gemstone experience at the museum to share their passion. Does there seem to be kind of a sweet spot for ages on kids that, that are really interested in this, or is it really just kind of vary depending upon your kid? It varies depending on your kid. I've seen kids that can hardly walk all the way up to um, adults. So sure. everybody from every walk of life, every age level, every education level, everybody's welcome, and everybody can take something away that's exciting from the fossil fair. And some of the smallest kids, it just cracks me up. You'll be in the Dino Safari <laughs> exhibit and mm -hmm. someone who's three is telling me all about the Stegosaurus and they know more than I do. Right. So, <laughs> I mean, they are professionals. I mean, every time I go in there, I'm educated by uh, a student or a young child on this new exciting dinosaur that they've just learned about. So yeah. it's always it's a really pleasure. It's really fun. My daughter is, uh, she turned nine a couple weeks ago and she's, um, there's a video that popped up on Facebook um, not too long ago and there was a book that she loved when she was like two and it was ABCs of Space. And so it's, she'd sit there and like obviously at two, she, she can't read it, but she had it memorized and you know, she's talking about X-ray binary and Zenith and White Dwarf and all this different stuff and explaining what it is. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> people are looking mm. at this child like, that's a little strange, not going to lie. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, depending upon, you know, interest of kids, I mean, they can really get into it. I mean, that's the beautiful thing about science, um, natural history in general, is that there is something for everyone. Yeah. I mean, every interest, every passion, science kind of envelops all of it, yeah, I would say. That's right. From a marketing standpoint, Tiffany, I mean, being able to have a big event like this, this has got to be great for getting more people kind of in the doors and getting them to see other aspects of the shield, right? Absolutely. I love the fossil fair itself. It's just an amazing event, easy to promote because it's got a legacy that's special and, and uh, long lasting. We have awesome activities for every age. And in this year, we're doing something special where uh, your ticket is all inclusive. So you get a planetarium show, you get your gemstone mining, you get to take home the things that you discover in the fossil dig and, and your gemstones and all of those things. And that's all included in your admission ticket. So this is something new we're trying should shorten our lines up. You know, in the past, we've had long lines at admission and mm. this way people can kind of roll through. And then while they're there, they can discover all of the other things that the shield has to offer that maybe they've never realized before. The farm, uh, our nature trail, I think is kind of our 
um, undiscovered treasure. Uh, if you go up on that nature trail, it's just amazing. It's beautiful. We've got playground for kids. We've got the Catawba Indian Village. We've got a, a life-size maze. So things that people may not have ever discovered about the Shield, the Fossil Fair is a great time to come and kind of get it all. Well, and, mm -hmm. and February is always a little bit of a roll of the dice on the weather. It could be mm -hmm. frigid. It could be feeling like spring already. So we'll keep That's our fingers right. crossed for good weather. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, yes, definitely. And if it's raining, we've got plenty of things to do inside. That's absolutely mm -hmm. true. Well, it, it, I'd been there, I don't know, a year, year and a half ago. And one of the things I remember was the big room that had like the, the blue blocks that you can build things with. That mm -hmm. It seems like kids really, really enjoy because it's like a, almost like life-size not Legos per se, but like making a fort or castle yeah. or whatever. Those architects to be. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Definitely. And that is uh, a, a temporary exhibit that's gone right now and we'll be back. But right now in that space, we've got the Winter Wonderland sock skating, which is equally oh, exciting and fun for kids. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, who doesn't love sliding around and on your socks and basically imitating uh, ice skating? Who doesn't love that? Definitely. <laughs> if you come after hours, you may see me in there from time oh, to time. Absolutely. I mean, that's bringing up the kid in you, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Gotta stay young. So uh, I would imagine that given that the Fossil Fair has been around for more than two decades, that it predates both of your times at the museum. Mm -hmm. uh, how much has this changed you know, since, since you can recall first working on it? Absolutely. I've been there for around two years, I believe, um, kind of heading and organizing the like staff portion and vendor portion of the event. Okay. Um, largely, it has grown considerably more towards high quality interactive and craft activities with the kids. So mm. really engaging with gemstone mining, stuff that, you know, families and children are able to actually find themselves, appreciate, get um, looked at by a professional to identify what it is. And then they have a story and something that they can take home and add to their collection. So that's really been my focus over the last few years as I've been working on the event. Well, it's... Uh... To me, looking at like all the different stuff that the Shield has to offer, it's not only just a great resource for people here in Gastonia or even Gaston County, but I mean, it, it's really become known as something that you'll get people from Charlotte or people from other areas, you know, around the Charlotte region that are coming over here because it is such a great value and as, has so many different things to offer. Oh, yeah. We were actually named the best museum uh, by the Charlotte Observer this year. Wow. That's and that's terrific. across the region, not just Gastonia. Well, it's, I mean, that speaks to just kind of the, the uh, amount of program that you guys have and, and just the, the variety, I think, too. I mean, being able to have both a planetarium and then the dinosaur exhibit and the outdoors, I mean, it's just, it, it's kind of all there. Oh, yeah. Like Nathan said, there's really something for everyone. Really is. Um, I mean, every corner, every room, outdoors, every turn on the nature trail, there is something new and exciting that anybody can appreciate and enjoy. It just takes the time of getting out there and exploring. Mm -hmm. So you said the, the fossil fair itself, it's two hours longer than it was last year, running from nine to five. Um, get your tickets in advance, obviously, because um, that's going to save you time. You're not going to have to mm -hmm. wait in line at the, uh, at the door to be able to purchase them, and you're going to save a little bit of money. Mm -hmm. um, anything else, any other tips for people that, that are thinking about going? So we will have some kind of like timed events throughout the day. We'll have special lectures by um, paleontology professionals and other people in the field. So I believe Dr. Ashley Oliphant, Oliphant will be there um, kind of educating on fossils that you can find at the coast. 
and we will also have some special presentations from other big name paleontologists. But I have to keep that private. Ah, uh, <laughs> okay. So keep, keeping a little bit of a, a mystery behind that, yes. you know. So definitely want to come check it out because uh, you may be may be here for some really uh, really key folks here. Yes, absolutely. Not only that, um, we've got a brand new exhibit opening in 2025, and the Fossil Fair this year will be the public's first look at this new exhibit. It is a dino mite exhibit coming oh, out. Oh, <laughs> I love puns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we'll, we'll kind of be revealing what that's going to look like and um, how people can get involved with that and kind of seeing the progress that we've already made on this exhibit. And so if you want to get on, on the ground floor and really take a look at what's new at the Shield, what's coming soon, you won't want to miss the fossil fair. Well, we're not too far from removed from from 2023, where you guys rolled out the new dinosaur skeleton and and took out. Uh, I forget his name. You had named the T Rex that was up there, right? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So the Quetzalcoatlus came in place of the T Rex, yep. and mm-hmm. that's just a taste of what's to come in this new exhibit. Yeah. And that thing, the wingspan on that thing is mammoth. Thirty feet from yeah. tip to tip, it's incredible. The you have largest to see it thing, to believe it. Yeah, the largest thing to have ever flown that we know of. There might have been something bigger, but this is the largest thing that has ever flown that we've have evidence of. So it's basically Big Bird's ancestor. <laughs> Even bigger than Big Bird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Awesome. Well, I want to thank you both for coming in for telling us a little bit more about the Fossil Fair. Um, again, uh, you can go to the Shield Museum's website or their Facebook page, check out more details, get your tickets in advance. And uh, Nathan and Tiffany, thank you so much for, for joining us today. Oh, yes. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for having us. Mark your calendars, Gaston Max is back and better than ever. Come to downtown Gastonia on Saturday, March 23rd to enjoy live music performances, games for kids, interactive art experiences, and much more. The event is free. Be on the lookout for announcements about musical headliners in the months ahead. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Savvy Citizen Podcast. It's produced by the Gaston County Communications Office with hosts Janet Schaefer, D'Andrea Bradley, Elizabeth McGee, and Adam Gobb. Joshua Braswell serves as executive producer, and Gavin Stewart serves as field reporter and producer. Please like us and share reviews on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, and anywhere you get your podcasts. Next week on Savvy Citizen, we're talking about Buddy Break, a program that pairs children with special needs to a buddy that cares for that child one Saturday a month.